Sunday morning like this is church. Amen. It's time to have fellowship with God and decide to totally and fully surrender your whole life to him. We are called to do a work and we are called to complete a certain work in our life. Nobody comes to this world without an assignment. You have an assignment, and what is left to you is to find what kind of assignment given you so that you can complete it. It is your, in your assignment that you can have fulfillment in life. Isn't it? Jesus said, I came to this world that I might do the will of my Father. And for this reason and this assignment that I was taking, and that's the reason why I came, that I might destroy the works of the devil. So he has a purpose, and when he came, he was doing good, he was healing people, and he was doing the will of God. And he brought the kingdom of God to us on FEM. I want to read a story about a rich young man. Young men want to be rich, isn't it? How? Any young man that don't want to be rich, then there is something wrong with the young man. We all want to be rich, but it's not all of us who get rich at the end. But I pray that God will help us. The church has spoken about, there are many in the church to speak about. I know in the early time, the church majored in power. 
and anything you preach that is what you see if you preach holiness the word of holiness gets into people and they begin to live holy if you preach power people desire to have power and you see that word manifesting in their life if you preach prosperity people will see prosperity in their life that is why the modern church is more richer than the when it comes to money the olden church huh oh don't pretend I'm not, I'm not going to pretend we are in church so I won't lie <laughs> praise God it was unheard of for a church especially in Africa to meet in an air-conditioned room very early people meeting if it's a sin There's sometimes when you dress nicely with coat, you're unspiritual. But as time went on, we saw that holiness is from within. And from the within, it then comes from without. Hallelujah. But riches alone cannot let your money you have control it. Don't let the money control you. Money has a power to control people. Some of us, when you are poor, they say you are humble. Even when you are working, you are working you don't want trouble. You don't want to push somebody's things. You can't have money to pay. So you walk very quietly until this guy is very humble. If you want to find a humble person, a character of a man or a woman, give him money or authority. His real character will show. Huh? Yeah. Give him authority, power. Small. MC. Oh, uh, I like one guy. Assemblyman. <laughs> Assemblyman. You see him throw himself all around. Say, oh, this guy. He used to be very and that's why most politicians lose election when they're going they're humble when they get a post their character show forth but we need to build our character in spite of whatever comes to you you must be you not because the money is the one that makes you you or a position that makes you 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 must know that christ in me 
is the hope of glory. This young man went with Jesus seeking. Now, uh, I guess it's Matthew chapter 19 from 16. Now, a man came to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good things thing must I do to get eternal life? He's desiring for eternal life. He doesn't want to look at life that is short. He wants life that is long. <laughs> eternal life. Life that will not end. The man was rich. <laughs> Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. What is saying? If you want to enter what? Life. In every area, obey the commandment. If you want to enter into financial life, there are commandments. That if you violate, you become poor. <laughs> if you want to enter into a healthy life, obey the commandment of health. If you want to obey in a happiness life, obey the commandment of happiness. You can find all of them in the Bible. So it is left for you to seek those commandments. Oh, it's not sweet word. It's good. So sometimes, if you want to be very happy, obey God. So obedience is paramount. But you can also obey wrongly. This man has obeyed some rules, and in his obedience to those rules, he became rich. But there are eternal life rules which he neglected. So I want us to look and ask which ones a dozen. So which ones? The man inquired and Jesus replied, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor what? Your father and your mother and one of the honoring is bringing your first fruit to your father who is in heaven. <laughs> so, do not what again? Love your what?
the money with you to this gentleman. Hey! I said, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> I was calling God Satan. See, and you're down. We say you're going some. <coughs> it's not easy. Say, get behind me, Satan. And the more I rebuke Satan, the, the louder the voice is in my ears. And I know it can't happen like that. I know any time I rebuke Satan, he ran away. But this one, and I knew, this is God speaking. But sometimes God speaks something which you don't like. Change God. Can you change it? And I was standing, I was praying loud. Then I will hear. I said, go and give it. At the point, I decided to obey. I walked to the gentleman. I told God, God, I'm going to say this undertone. <laughs> when I'm going to give the money, I will tell him undertone. That God said, I should give you something. I will say it once. <laughs> if he doesn't respond, it means that it's not you. <coughs> and I will just go home straight. I won't even wait to pray for you to talk. <laughs> so I went close. He was praying. I thought in this prayer he won't hear. The gentleman, God said, I should bless you. He stopped praying. He said, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey! You are praying, but your ears are open. He didn't even have transport. And he, doesn't, he didn't know what I was going to give. I took all for in the pocket. And you feel like crying. <laughs> Sometimes you do some good things and you and you feel like but when I released there was some joy, sweetness, happiness in my heart. It's good to obey God. It's painful to do it, but sweet inside. After I gave there, I remembered that I live in Dansman. Transport everything. Gone. The man I give the guy, the guy stopped praying. He said, Thank you. I said, That's what he said. This man, thank you. He fell on his face, got up. He said, You know, I told God that if he doesn't give me money today, I will die here. My wife and child is at the hospital. Cannot, I needed some money to go and rescue their life. And I said, either they die and I die here, or God do something. When he said it, I was so happy that I have saved life. <laughs> so he took the money, left. He walked briskly. I don't know whether it was an angel or a human being. 
Before he realized, no, there was some runabout, small runabout at Legon Garden. There. He passed there. The guys go and say, so before I realized, I could think, I could think again. The guy had vanished from my face because I, then I remembered I didn't have transport. I said I should have asked this guy to go with him so that he can pay my transport because all my money is with him. He's gone, and I decided to walk back home. I then took Legon through Jimpano. Jimpano used to be Bush Road. Very Bush Road with just you pass to uh, so I was just going in the in the forest at the, in the evening and the night and I was praising God, thanking God. If I, I didn't feel anything because I didn't have money with me. So if thieves attack me, they won't get anything. <laughs> so if you have money, you are afraid that somebody can take it away from me. Because if you don't have anything, what do you fear again? <laughs> I have nothing. So I was just praising God and thanking God and thanking God, and I don't know what happened. Some man, he came and he saw me alone on that road. In those days, Ghanaian, you can do good. This day, you can't pay people like that. He stopped his car just after Jimpa. Hey, gentleman, why are you alone here? Where are you going? I said, oh, if you want to give me later, I'll jump into Wherever you are, I'll get down there. They'll continue. <laughs> At least we are going towards my direction. So he said, come in. I jumped in. And we're just going. Then I asked him, do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Why would you seek Your mouth left. <laughs> you don't have money. Somebody gave you a lift. And you are trying to tell him, do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? And that's the place. He was angry because I mentioned Jesus to him. Because his life was not in line with the word of God. And he started asking, he said, you, if you have Jesus, why are you walking? Me, I bought, I bought the car there. <laughs> You're telling me, uh, but thank God, I didn't have money, but I have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit ignited something for me and said, tell him he's not happy. Somebody in a car, if he's not happy, you walk in. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> It doesn't make sense. So I say, you're not happy. And you're going to your girlfriend. At this place. When I mentioned the girl's name, the, guy, the man thought he picked an angel. I saw his face change. He said, are you an angel? I said, I'm not an angel. I'm a human being. I live in Dansoman. So he was to put me at Achimata police then passed there because I knew where he was going. He said, I'm no longer going. The ministers Christ to him. He received Jesus Christ as his Lord and personal savior. And when he finished, by the time he's finished, he received the Holy Spirit baptism. Amen. I said, wow. Money and soul. The soul is more precious 
than my whole life income. I was happy. The guy was asking me. I was talking to him. I was speaking to him. Then he came. That's how I wasn't even married. Also, after I wasn't married, then he picked up Pastor Morris. I think Pastor, the pastors were living there too at exhibition. We got there. I got down. He didn't want to go. I said, I'm dead. He told me a story. How this, um, his, his life has become like this. He's not happy. He has money. He's not happy. He's left his children. He's this and he's messing up with some, 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 some fiangle, uh, <laughs> little, fiangle little uh, girl. And, and uh, the wife too, I said, my wife is a Christian, very serious Christian. I said, that's why I met you. Yeah. And, and you made me, you made me fear. I said, yes, you must fear. When you meet God, there must be godly fear in you. Yeah. When he finished, he said, oh, please, I want to give you something small. And he signed something. I thought he was writing his address. But later I saw it was a check. But I didn't know what he wrote. He put it in an envelope. Look at, took an envelope, put it in, gave it to me. I wanted to look at the thing quick, but I didn't. <laughs> but, I went, <coughs> but I wanted him to go first before. <coughs> when I opened it, I think it was twice more than the salary. <laughs> I, you cannot beat God in giving when he asked you to give. I'm telling you the story that I could also have analyzed the whole thing. And quickly I would have stopped praying, but I wouldn't like to hear. The man I heard the first voice, give the money, I stopped praying, I'm going home. second one. So most of the time, God speaks to all of us, but sometimes it's difficult. But if you're able to obey, it will yield fruit to your account. You might not have an immediate fruit, but for me, it's not the money that made me happy, but the soul that God saved. Even though the fringe benefit of that soul being saved, my money was in that man's account, but I wouldn't have got it if he hadn't been born again, to hear from God that this guy had given all his money to somebody, so you to give him double. He might not have heard, but God spoke. So just go and sell it. The man, look at what he did. When the young man heard this, he went away sad. His reaction was what? Huh? So now when we hear certain where they act, his reaction was what? Sadness. He went away sad because he was 
He was what? He had what? If he didn't have anything, a poor man no fear. Why you don't have anything? Say, oh, pastor, let's do this. When people are talking, even pastors, when they are talking that let's do something great, they look into somebody's pocket, not what they will give. So if you don't have your faith and you want to listen to what people will tell you, you will be disappointed. The man went sorrowfully. His, his whole demeanor changed. Became bizarre. Started he went away. He said, Jesus, this is not what I asked you. He got offended. <coughs> like some people get offended when they ask for offering. When pledges are made, you will give but you get offended. Meanwhile, those who get offended don't give. If you won't give, don't be offended so they can receive their blessing. Who will do it? Who So they get very offended even though it's not their money. Anybody who, I've heard some pastors say, pastor, see, some people, I say, look, those who are who doesn't want to go and they complain? The complainers never give. You cannot give to somebody you complain to about. You will never. And the reason why they are complaining is because because they are not giving and others are giving. Yes, I don't know about. This guy was angry. What are you doing? He said, Prophet, she has some welcome. He has some kiss you. He has some Then Jesus said to the disciple, his, his disciple, the man didn't do it. He left sorrowfully, very sad. Truly, <coughs> he had obeyed all the laws. When Jesus said, if he hadn't obeyed, he wasn't chasing anybody's wife. He wasn't uh, uh, gossiping about talking about people, false witnesses. He wasn't doing any of those things. He never killed anybody. Never, he, he was concerning the law. He was. He looked very perfect. So never a perfect comes and they want to just show their perfection. But Jesus said the perfect is not from your heart. You have other God. Your God now is the money. Thou shalt have no any other God beside me, but you have one. You cannot part with the money which God says give up because you are holding on to that. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly, I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Aye! Some people read this and I see, Unye Sika won't even go heaven. That's not true. That's not what Jesus said. Then Jesus, listen, if that's what Jesus said, then Jesus' disciples 
Jesus said to the disciples, truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. So you see, I'm here from Again, I tell you, it is easier for what? For a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. If your riches in your heart is towards money, it is difficult. If it, the money possesses you, have control over you, you cannot enter. But if you have control over the money and can do anything with it to please God, then look at what. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly warned. Astonished. Why were they astonished? It's just like somebody tells that it is easy for you to do this than a rich man to get to the moon. If a rich man who can pay million and billion or who have billion cannot get there, poor man, even torture you can't take. So they were astonished. <laughs> they were astonished. It was a surprise. Well, it's the rich people that are holding the, the system. He said, then who oh, oh, then will go? Some of we, the poor people, we last month before we eat. Today, when I want money, I need just, oh, I was just coming from Tema. Like I told you, somebody who came to church, I think, I used to be, when we used to be, at the uh, in power. Somebody came when I was feeling, say, Pastor, Pastor, eh, I just came from them. I was coming to visit my, my, my sister at Ladison, and, and when I came, they said she has traveled. Now my money is finished. I said, Wait, when I finish. He didn't know that I was going to Tema. So, in fact, after that, well, after the program, I had another program in Tema. So uh, I said, Oh, just wait. Uh, I, I'll just, if, I said, don't know. I said, I'm from Tema. If I can't go back again, I don't have anything again. I said, wait, when I finish. So he thought, and I finished, I'll give him money. So when I finished, I said, gentleman, sit in the car. <laughs> he sat in the car, drove, we got to La. He said, he's got some friend there he want to get down. I said, no. I said, you told me you're going to Tema. If you go to this friend, what's the guarantee that the friend has money to give to you to go to Tema? I want to help you. I will take you to Tema. <laughs> That's why it's so good to lie. <laughs> I carried the guy. Teshi, he was getting agitated. <laughs> because his journey is getting longer. Truly, you can trust me, I took him right to Tema, uh, the, station, the station there. I dropped him, said, now you can go home. <laughs> this time, when you go, you never ask proper, proper. <laughs> there I'm from Accra. 
so give me money. Sometimes poverty can make a lie. Ha! Oh, yeah. So he's up Hey, Jesus, if rich people can get there, who then can get there? When the apple heard that, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? It implied that. Salvation in your pocket, so then Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. The people could not imagine. I know some of you ladies, you have a needle in your back, purse and bags. Ladies have everything in their back. That's why they need it. That's why they carry it. Especially for we the men. When any emergency happens anywhere and my wife is around, I know I have a solution. Man, when we get up, no bag. How many men came with a bag to church? No. Except they're going to do business. But women, back to match. It has become dressing. If I go close to every man, if I count about 90% of you are holding bags or purse. Huh? How is it? And majority match either your shoe or your, your dress or your earring or your hair. That's good. That's good. You make the world very sweet and nice. If you look at the eye of the needle, very small. When I was young, my grandmother, whenever he wants to put the thread in the, she doesn't have the eye to put it. So I'm the one who does it for her. So I'm specialized. You put it in my mom, they make it straight, they put it there. <laughs> You understand it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of you say, those who don't know, see, some of you, you've lived under that about too much that you don't know this. You just buy from the shop, you put it, you leave it. But uh, if some places get, uh, you have to uh, stick some area or button, you know. He, they looked at the needle eye and looked at a camel. Even a camel is not even straight. 
Even if it is straight, you know the thing can go. But this thing is huge, and also, how can this thing happen? So Jesus is saying that in the eye of God, there's nothing called impossibility. It doesn't matter how the situation is. And he is the God of the possibility. He is the one that can take this principle that 5,000 men minus women. And most of the time, the women are more than, and the children are more than the men. So over 10,000. With how many loaves of bread? The five loaves of bread is like the needle. The 5,000 of human beings who are, which are hungry, not human beings who have eaten, they are hungry. Three days, they have been eating. People have been eating for a long time. When you are, fit, you are hungry and you get food, everybody, you know everybody, would like to eat. So, 5,000, let me tell you, there are no women. There are no women. Men. 5,000 men. Hungry men. Sharing five loaves of bread with men. It is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That's how God operates. You look at Moses approaching the Red Sea. You look at Pharaoh army coming. These people are not fighting. The, the Jews are not fighting. They were builders. Fighting with commandos. They were and chariot and disciple were walking. The people were coming. The distance between them was not too far because they could see them. And you could see people who are walking, and it's not young men alone walking. They are old men, they are children, they are pregnant women, so the speed of the crowd will not be very fast. And these ones are sitting on chariot coming. Just from few miles or few, listen, for them to get to them. Even if you were going across, they will catch you before you get there. But God, it could be five miles, it could be two miles, it could be half mile, but God can stretch a mile. The way he can stretch a day, say one day can be what? A thousand what? Yes. The way he can take one day and make a thousand years, the same way he can take one, one mile and make you 10,000 miles. You may see them coming but they will not get close to you. 
this is the God of possibility. Some of you think that it's too late for you. Don't worry. With God, all things are possible. With God, a camel can jump through what? The eye of a needle. If you tell this to any scientist, he said Jesus didn't study. When she said, when she was saying, I suffer. Common matter. Fen matter. When it's a decade, it's a bigger things. Smaller things can enter into bigger things. But bigger things cannot enter into smaller things. But this one is so many times bigger than the needle. Even the, the animal is so many times bigger than not the eye. The whole needle. So how? And that's why he gave you that mask. Said they feed five thousand with five loaves, and give me give me the remainder. How? What kind of mathematics is this? Five divided by what? Five thousand remainder, twelve basket. How? Which I taught you. If you write that, they will give you zero. You are annoying that your master teacher. But Jesus worked it. He worked it. The five thousand five loaves, five thousand hungry women, men, minus the women and children. You know the women and children also ate, because they presuppose to be that men eat more than. Uh, women, but the modern human <laughs> the modern gender balance uh, is balancing the whole thing that some women can eat as much as some men I don't want trouble that is why I use some Amen. So, he broke it and they ate it. After that, they carried how many? Ah, 12 baskets. Where did it come from? With men, it's impossible. But with God, the little you have, it can meet your need and there shall be remainder for you to carry on. That is why we need to depend on God and use God's principle. With God, all things are possible. If you don't know this principle in your life, you only operate on a natural level. You see the Hebrew boys. They prepared fire. And say bow. They say they won't bow. What then happened? They took them. Threw them inside the fire. Fire burns 
human beings. The people that carry them, they put on fire uh, protective. Uh, they who who are putting on the fire, they they got bent. The people who didn't, they intentionally took them into the fire with what? Their clothes. And you know, fire can catch in your clothes and it will be part of the tool to help you burn quick. They walk inside and they start their charging in. They were tied they were, bent, they, they were bound. But the moment they got there, the fire destroyed what was binding them. Because then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in and haste in the mouth and spoke, saying to his counselor, did we not cast how many? Three men bound into the midst of the fire. They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, Moshe, he answered, I see four men loose. No one can bind you forever. The enemy binding you and throwing you inside fire, his fire will destroy the binding and you can be set free. I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they are, all, they are not hurt and the form of the four is like one, the son of God. He said, in fire, I will be with you. In water, I will be with you. So the moment they threw them in the fire, he said, here I am because I have promised you I am faithful and I will keep to my word. God is a very faithful God. When he speaks and says, I'll protect you, he will protect you. Don't be afraid. Encourage yourself. This is not the end of your life. When you fall, get up. When something gets wrong, don't sit down and cry and cry and cry. Yes, cry small, but get up and act. Someone send me something. Say some people, they react to situation. And reactionaries never get to any place. Don't react to things. Jesus never reacted to things. You respond to things. Responding to things, you think about it, what can I do? It's not because somebody did something, that's why you're going to do it. If you do that, you fail in life. You only your life will be chasing things. People will be saying things, and you'll be responding before you, like, you react to those things. Just say that. Why are you going? Why are you going? Jesus never reacted. If people are hungry, he never reacted. If you react, you'll be, you'll be afraid. His disciples reacted. They, they, they were afraid. Because the truth is that there's no food. The truth is that if you don't eat for three days, some will faint. After Jesus, Jesus, I saw the number four, I fall now that it had become bad news publication for Jesus Christ. They were thinking about Jesus. 
But Jesus was cool. See what you have. He never reacted. He responded to the need, and the need was hunger. And he said, bring this bread. Sit them down. I am going to respond to their need. And he broke the bread, and they ate. I remember I almost, there was somebody who were in the car, and somebody almost reacted. We're traveling. And the tire burst on the car. Meanwhile, the driver knew one of the tires was so good. But they were having two double-double tires. And the guy wanted to, the person wanted to jump out that speed. He created panic inside. But I said, ah, the driver too, he's inside. This is hard, but he heard it. And he seemed going the same speed and going the same way. It means that he knows everything. It's, it's okay. I pulled the lady. She still want to jump out. I said, hey, you can't delay us. Because when you fall down, we have to stop and come and pick you before you realize you delay that. Hey, so many women you pray. She said, you won't die. Sometimes, if you want to react, you panic. And you react wrongly. Some of us reacted to our husbands, our wives, instead of responding to the need. If the person is complaining, don't react. Respond. If you want to respond, you say that why is the person complaining? It will let you think through and get an answer, a response to what? It's only response that can fulfill and that can make the person satisfied. Reaction increases. It, 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 so most of the fight, somebody says on it, the youth will say it, it's a reaction. He said it. He said, you do not know. It's a reaction. The thing happened now. Why are you bringing it today? It's a reaction. Your panic. Let me remain in church. Even in marriage, you can panic. You can, you can react to what people are saying and marry the man you don't love. And I tell the ladies and men that it's better to remain single than to marry someone. <laughs> Which is not your choice. Yeah. Say, prophet, you're married, that is why. <laughs> it is better somebody act you hear something, somebody, how many have reacted before? Sometimes you hear somebody says that, uh, uh, somebody has said something about you. You won't even find out. Mm. Fire. You move the person's house, start insulting, and by the time you realize, that's not what he said. 
Some people take examination, they fail. They are the actions that I won't do it again. Who told you that one failure is failure? Until you accept that I have failed, you haven't failed. Go again. Some people start one business, it didn't work, they think that's the end. Who told you? Ha! It's part of training. Until you accept I have failed, that's when you have failed. You pray for one sick person, he didn't get healed. You are afraid to pay. You are the actions that when you see a, few, a, a, a sick person, mm. pray. Pray until you get a result. You react wrongly. Tell someone, respond. Good. Response is better. In your relationship with people, they will do things, if you don't understand, you will only react. And reacting will not be right. It's response that is right. You think through, this person have done this. Mm. Should I still work with him or not? Then you think, you look at the pro and cons, it will help me and help him if we walk apart. You don't just react. Then later when he thought, oh, it's not from evil mind. I think it will help the person and help me. That is why I have to drop. But if you reacted, you said, that guy is stupid. I don't want to work with him. People react. Reaction brings war. Those are people who are very hyper. They react before they realize, boom. Move your deal. <laughs> Small thing. They want to fight. People want to respond. They sit down. This guy is quarrelsome. How do I deal with him? Should I show him love, more love? Should I stop him in this? Should I do this? He goes by. I remember uh, there was some time. A pastor said something. And the ushers, not here. The ushers were very angry because they said the pastor called them thief. They wanted to do a looter in church. So the news got to the pastors. That is what the, the reaction is coming. And I told them, wait, I will meet the ushers. I went to them. They respected me. I said I, was, I wasn't the one who, pre who preached it. So I asked them, which one of you is a thief? Nobody sees 
he was a thief. I said, ah. If somebody came and said, you're a white man, and you're not a white man, why do you carry it to yourself? So, you are reacting. If you say you're a thief, set yourself. If you're one, change. If you're not, the guy is having wrong impression about you. What do I do to give him the right impression about me if I don't want him to call me a thief? You just want to correct your image. By correcting your image, you don't fight it. How you get me? So I cooled them down, spoke to them. I said, you know what to do. He said, Pastor, I said, first, forgive it. But the person who said it, he may go to heaven. Because he has nothing against you. When you pray, God will hear him. But the Bible says, when you are coming with your gift, and you have something against somebody in your heart, Go and reconcile first. So it means that you have a problem now <laughs> because of what he has done. <laughs> so you have to solve your problem. And they saw that I was talking sense. So later we got to a point and they agreed. We prayed. I think I laid hands on them. And people like, and, uh, and I raised their spirit up. Then when we finished, I asked them to buy a gift and go and give to the one who called them a thief. They did that, and when the pastor got it, he confessed to me. He said he wept. Overcome evil, a good. Evil with what? With good. Sometimes the way to overcome evil it should do good but if you react you can never react good for evil done but if you want to respond you can respond good with evil say prophet this is difficult yes Jesus said it is easier for a camera <laughs> To go through that. That means somebody. It's very good. When you let it go, it helps you. Bitterness destroys you yourself, not the person. When you are bitter, it's like taking medicine, poison, and expecting the one you are bitter against to die. So, why should he? You hurt me, then me going to take poison. That sometimes when they have a problem with that, someone say, I'll go and kill myself. Hey, you go and kill yourself. So, this man, this man, the way he's treating me, I want to die. I say, if you die, you might have taken one. So, stay. <laughs> I say, so stay and let him himself. Or break out, man, more than you. Go, love, love him. Continue to love him. Why should you die for somebody who is treating you? 
Maybe we shall die. And question who? Oh, you don't get me. It is easy. With God, all things are what? Test somebody with God, all things are possible. In your life, decision you want to take, know that with God, all things are possible. I gave you my story. I didn't know how I was going to get to Dance Man from Legon, Legon Garden. If I had to think about it, I would be depressed. But I decided to take first step, second step. But I almost made it But in obedience, God just asked the man. He was, even though he was going to his girlfriend, thank God the girlfriend was there. God picked me and brought him. It was because of me God brought him. Imagine how Joseph did to his brothers. He did not react to his brothers. His brothers were afraid. When they got to know that it was Joseph, their reaction was different. They said, hey, our father, they are not telling their fathers, they don't do as they Jesus said, look, me to you, you sold me. But to God, he sent me. So don't think that you sold me. It is God who sent me. Don't trouble yourself whether you sold me or not. It is God who sent me. And you use your, sell, your, 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 your selling to send me. So you must look at good things in whatever happens in your life. If Joseph had concentrated on what his brothers have done, you think he would have got there? Could have been so bitter. Then look at that. You are younger brother. And you know, you know that it's not one woman who gave birth to all of them. Eh? Eh? You understand? The mother is different. And that's what you'll be thinking. Your mother came and took my mother's position. We didn't talk. It is my mother this man wanted to marry. Then your mother used her witchcraft. Ajato. And took my, my, my and took my, my mother's husband. My mother had to wait for another day, seven years. And what belongs to you, nobody can take it. So my mother came. When my mother came to, your mother closed the womb of my mother. Use her witchcraft. If it's in Africa, that's what we say. And closed the womb of my mother. And my mother wasn't giving birth. But thank God, whatever God wants to do, your mother couldn't stop it. Eventually, I was born. When they gave birth to me too, still, uh, 
child, you still want to do pursue this. You don't want my mother to have a child. You took me, wanted to go and kill me. No, when you analyze all those things, the reaction will be family. This family would have been disjointed. The 12, the tribe wouldn't have become one. It would have been something that had been divided all of them, the front of them, and they wouldn't be as strong Israel as they are. But she responded to whatever they did, and his response was, God have sent me. And because God have sent me, I am going to serve in whatever position they put me. So when they took him into Potiphar's house, he knew that it is not Potiphar who bought him. It is God who sent him there. So whatever work Potiphar gave to him, he wasn't bitter in his heart. He worked very hard to gain results. And because of that, Potiphar prospered. Then Potiphar too took him. The wife came in and he landed into prison. Hey! Mrs. Potiphar, you <laughs> God don't punish you. Mrs. Potiphar. Look, me, I made your husband rich. When I came, your husband didn't know how to manage anything. I came and managed your husband's things, and the man has prospered even more than his boss. And now, is that the reward? Oh, Jesus. God, why? What about that? My brothers, it's on me. Potiphar house. God, where, where, God, where were you? Then if you enter, you'll be begin to fight God. God, where were you? Why? You are, it's, you are unfair to me. No, somebody, you tell God that he's unfair. Huh? How many of you have told God that he's, not, he's unfair before? Please. Ask God, please God, you are fair. God has never been unfair. He's always fair. It is you who doesn't understand his ways. Never get the place that this one, God, you are unfair. No, he's always fair. Potiphar. God, look, you complain to God. Where were you? When Potiphar wife put this case on me, and you, God, you say you see all things. God, who sees? All things. First power. You stood there and they jailed me. You couldn't speak from heaven. Like how you spoke to our, 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 our father, our forefather Abraham. You could have come there and said, Joseph never did that. Angels know that it's because of him I'm blessing you. Don't touch that boy. God, when Abraham was going to kill Isaac, you spoke. Why my time? <laughs> you are silent. You know how oh, oh God is? You are silent. God is sending you. God knows that he must go to prison. He knows that somebody must hear his story. 
Somebody must see the gift in him. The way for people to see his gift was somebody must come from the palace. And they landed there. And the king also, God orchestrated it. He looked at his cup bearer. When he fell. Today, go to prison. Move on and go. And some people think that this, the guy is hyperactic. He just, this king, they, they can just take a decision. Go. Then he, I don't know, hey, you bread this. You to go. Two of you. Go there. I don't want to see your face in the house. Move. They went and put them in prison. God was orchestrating things. Sometimes you don't understand. You don't understand. You become bitter. If you look at your life, you understand that God is sending you. God is sending you somewhere. There may be mountains, there may be hills, there may be rivers, there may be difficult times, but it is God who is sending Trust him to see you through. Joseph. He said, God, why? If you are bitter inside, you can't progress. Every bitter man can never progress. Then Joseph was there. And in the prison, because he knew he was sent, he worked hard and he became a leader. Because you don't put leadership in people who are lazy, who can't do anything. The guy's kill came out. He was doing everything to the standard, the one who is taking care of another. Look, Joseph, if I'm not there, Joseph, even though he's a prisoner, he can do the warder's work. He was just, for a half deputy, that is working for you well. Don't envy him. Some people, they say, hey, don't show everybody the skill. Your deputy, don't give him work. If you give him work, he will move you. So some people are thrown behind. But Joseph was working. The man left everything into his hands. Joseph's hand, uh, Potiphar had the same thing too. Then the people had dream. The time has come. And they were sad. And one started telling him this, the dream. Well, he's a leader. Every leader, people want to tell you what is troubling them. They came to him and said, we had this dream, we don't understand. One said, I'm carrying a, 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 a loaf of bread and, and, and some, some, some pity, pity, and they, said, they were eating it. No. The first one said his, and it was nice. The first one said, oh, I was doing this and that and that, and he said, okay, 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 you will be promoted. So the second one heard it. He said, wow, promotion has come. So me too, I will come and tell you, man. The man didn't want to tell his dream. But because this one had a good response, but when he came, his was, you will die. Again! <laughs> and they said to him, we each have had a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, do not, inter uh, do not interpretation belong to God. Tell them to me, please. And they told him. Then the chief, the, 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 then later, then when they were going, you know what he told him? Exactly what he said. Three days later, they came and took that one. And they executed the first one, the other one. And they released that one to restore him. 
And he said, when you are, if you go, eh? who do position now? Carry me. Hey! Some people, that's why I said, hey, if you want to see people's character, give them posts. Hi. Say, remember me. Then I said, oh, Joseph. Why won't I remember you? Brother, Joseph, me and you, the way we are suffering here, if I get to the king, the first person I will mention is you. He go and they give him garlic and give him uh, sausage and he forgets that he was eating jokegari. <laughs> he forgot that there was a prisoner that some of us, when we get good positions, small, we forget about God, we forget about our friends, we leave them. When you are walking and your friends say, hey, hello, how are you? You look at it, oh, who is this? So now they look at you as if they don't know you. Meanwhile, classmate from class one to, uh, to university, you have forgotten me. Just four years, three years, seven years, eight years, you've forgotten me. Some people, three day, uh, after three months, they forget about their friends. You greet them and look at you as if they don't know you. Your friend is your friend. Classmate, you know them. Your position can make you forget them all one day. Saying hi to them won't take your place away. I was best on my back. Well, you didn't hear from I said that, Mr. MD, how are you? Who are you? I don't remember you. I'm your pastor. <laughs> He's not like that. He's not like that. You get small boys. You want to be treated like. The guy forgot. Tell someone, don't forget me when God left him. You see? You want some level. So then I meet some of my classmates. In primary school, I have three, uh, three classmates. We're three in class six. We the first, second, third. Then who the four for that? When I met them, one of them thought I'd forgotten him. I said, ah, somebody has stayed in class, uh, in class with you. How can I forget you? I said, Gary. He may look disfigured, wretched, but he's still. 
tomorrow. Joseph, they forgot him. But God remembered. I will leave it here. God will always what? Remember you. Because you've been sent by God to this world. Everyone that comes here is being sent by God to this place. But from the place you are sent to where you ought to be, there are Potiphar's house, there are prisons, there are other places, there are, there, there are wells that you have to go through. Don't be bitter. When you are going through, ask God, is this the place I must pass? If it's not the place, fight against it. If it's the place, learn a lesson from that place and move on in life. God bless you. We have come with all